Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Sunday, 4th November 2022. Our bit today comes from Matthew 7, 24. And that says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his home upon a rock. It's time, friends, to gather the master's place to celebrate another Sunday of abundant life with praise, thanksgiving, and worship. And do these Sundays ever come around quickly? But we do enjoy the awesome fellowship and togetherness they engender as we meet and greet and encourage each other in the Lord God Almighty. Because, you know, there's nothing like a group of sincere believers singing, praising, and worshiping our Creator. It's so filled with love, joy, and peace that unbelievers can't believe their eyes when they see us worship. So, without further ado, let's begin the celebration with this wonderful song of praise and thanksgiving written way back around 1837 by the English pastor Edward Mote, who lived between 1797 and 1874. And the song is titled, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. And it must be a wonderful song to have stood the test of time. Oh, yes, it is. Therefore, let's raise our voices in sacrificial praise with heartfelt sincerity, in a harmonious, scintillating, upbeat tempo, because it's a joyful song. Singing, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. And the refrain says, On Christ." The solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. And the next verse says, when darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. Then we go through another bit of the chorus. And then this verse hits us, his oath, his covenant. His blood supports me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. And another round of the chorus comes up there. Then not earth nor hell my soul can move. I rest upon unchanging love. I trust his righteous character, his counsel, promise, and his power. One more time we go through the chorus, then when he shall come with trumpet song, oh may I then in him be found dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne and this last verse sorry, the last chorus on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, yes all other ground is sinking sand on Christ the solid rock I stand, because all other ground is sinking sand. Oh, thank you, Lord, you solid rock. Uh, 
Now, that was most excellent, my faithful brethren. It left heaven with no doubt that we truly believe in and appreciate our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, using him as the foundation stone or the cornerstone that the builder refused upon which to build our lives. I don't think we can pay him a greater compliment than that, especially after he gave up his life so that we could be saved from eternal damnation. And it's obvious that Pastor Moat had the awesome words of Jesus read the two foundations that one can build upon in this world at the forefront of his mind when he wrote the song. So please read with me what Jesus taught his followers. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man who built his home upon a rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house. And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock, and that comes from Matthew 7, 24 to 25. Yes, friends, that house was founded upon the rock called Jesus. So no wind, rain, or flood could destroy it because Jesus is also the master of the wind, rain, and flood. And please note how he calmed the storm out in the Sea of Galilee when the disciples were so afraid that the boat would capsize because of the stormy sea and they were drowned while Jesus was napping unconcernedly in the stern of the boat. In answer to their frightful pleas of master, carest thou not that we perish? Jesus got up, no doubt somewhat annoyed that his peaceful nap was disturbed by a bunch of wimps who hadn't really learned anything about him despite the time they spent with him. And the good book says, And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this, or who can this be, that even the wind and the sea obey him? And that comes from Mark 4, 38 to 41. Now, if they had been paying serious attention to Jesus' words and deeds, they would have realized that he created the winds and the seas, so they would naturally obey him. In any case, I like these two explanations that the scholars offer, re, verses 40 and 41. As per 40, where Jesus asks the disciples why they were so afraid and had no faith, they say, Jesus constantly questions in order to spur people to deeper trust. And they give some references here where they say, see chapter 2, 8, 19, 25, and 26. Chapter 3, verses 4, 23, 33, and chapter 4, 13, 21, and 30. So please, my people, please look up those references 
because they are rather interesting and enlightening. And as per verse 41, where the disciples were deathly afraid, the scholars say the fear must have been a mixture of reverential awe and real fright. It would be chillingly eerie to witness the instantaneous dissipation of a violent storm. And is that ever the truth? And I believe that even today, even with all that we know about Jesus' powers, if we saw him talk to a storm and it quietens right away, we too would be somewhat scared. So really, we can't be too harsh and condemning on the young disciples. But let's get back to our major topic. That's Jesus' discourse on the two foundations. He continues by saying, And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. And that comes from Matthew 7, 26-27. Please note, friends, that the house didn't just fall, but great was its fall. That means more important negative stuff happened when the house fell. And the scholars offer this interesting explanation on Jesus' words. They say, in drawing his concluding illustration of the two foundations, Jesus begins with the word, therefore. On the basis of all that he has taught and illustrated, he concluded that all who both hear and do his sayings shall be saved. As a great master counselor, Jesus reminded his listeners that hearing his message alone will not change his life. He must both hear and do what Jesus has said. The elements of the closing illustration are drawn from the simplicity of nature itself, the rock, the rain, and the winds. And the man whose house collapsed was at fault not because he failed to labor, but because he did not, did not lay the proper foundation. Meanwhile, the shifting sun represents human opinion and the doctrine of men as opposed to these sayings of Jesus. So it's obvious, friends, that although we may labor long and hard to build our spiritual lives, if we build them on human opinions, and the doctrines of men instead of the strong foundation that's the rock-like sayings of Jesus, our lives will eventually take a big tumble, all because of our unwise actions in building on insecure and shifting sands as dictated by the prince of darkness and this world. And we'll close today with these fitting words of Brother David from Psalm 18, subtitled, Thanksgiving for Deliverance. That's when the Lord delivered him from the hands of all his enemies, including King Saul. And Brother David opens the psalm with this joyful proclamation, 
I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust, my buckler or shield and the horn or strength of my salvation at my high tower or stronghold. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. And that comes from Psalm 18, verses 1 to 3. Oh, friends, if it's one thing you cannot say about Brother David is that he had little faith. So please, let's get ourselves together and build our faith now so that we can proudly declare like Brother David did and live the way Christ desires of us. Much love. And the postscript for today says, there are only two options. Build on Satan's shifting sand or on the solid rock of Jesus. It's your choice. And that's the gospel truth. We all have free will. And there are only two options. So it's your choice on which one to build. But the wise choice is Jesus. That's obvious. So please, let's wake up and realize what's happening and start building on Jesus now. Satan ain't doing anything for us. All he's doing is pulling us down more than we already pulled down. But Jesus came to lift us up. So please, let's start living for Jesus. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Sunday, my people. Much love. Thank you.